Welcome to Girls Gone Hallmark, a Hallmark Review Podcast. I'm Megan, and I'm your longtime Hallmark movie fan. I'm Wendy. I'm your former Hallmark hater. Today we're discussing Paging Mr. Darcy, which originally aired on the Hallmark Channel on Saturday, February 3rd, 2024. Come hang out with us when the podcast is over. You can find us on Instagram. We have two accounts over there. One is at Girls Gone Hallmark, and the other is at Megan and Wendy. Come check out our Girls Gone Hallmark Facebook group. Tons of great people talking about all these movies. There is, I feel like a lot of people are invested in the Jane Austen stories Mm -hmm. this month. So Mm -hmm. if you have some thoughts on it or your own opinions, come give us a join. And our Patreon community is growing by the day. We'd love to have you join us over there. If you feel like this podcast is just chatting Hallmark with your two best friends, you can come chat life with your two best friends on the internet over on Patreon. We talk pop culture. We talk life. Wendy's got some big changes happening. And you can only hear about those on Patreon. You can get a full week free. Patreon.com slash Megan and Wendy. Check it out. See if you're interested in sticking around. And it's only $5 a month for four brand new episodes a month, which is a dang steal compared to some other Patreons that I may or may not subscribe to. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes, there's one that I'm considering subscribing to, and it's one episode a month for $5. Yeah. It's a screaming deal. Yes. Before we talk paging Mr. Darcy, Hallmark has quite a bit of breaking news. Go for it. And the Television Critics Association presentation happened this week, and it's where the networks roll out everything they've got coming up. Hallmark is rebranding. So right now, there are three Hallmark channels. There's Hallmark Channel, Hallmark Movies and Mysteries, and Hallmark Drama. They are rebranding. Hallmark Movies and Mysteries will be renamed Hallmark Mystery, and that change will take effect on March 6th. Mm. Hallmark Drama will become Hallmark Family on February 28th. So Lisa Hamilton Daly, (laughs) who is the EVP, says the goal is to, quote, ensure that viewing experiences across all networks and platforms are uniquely authentic. So rather than these other channels just being kind of an extension of the Hallmark channel with the occasional perhaps mystery thrown in, Hallmark Mystery is set to exclusively air fun, engaging mysteries while Hallmark Family features, quote, wholesome family stories. Hmm. I have have some thoughts, but I'll let you finish. Okay. Uh, they will be debuting new logos for the channel, debuting oh. a fresh new look. In addition to that, they trotted out a number of its stars to let us know about some upcoming movies, which may or may not be on the radar of our listeners. So I'm just going to run down a few of them. They're not on my radar, so I'm excited. All right. We have Amy Garcia and Paul Campbell returning yes, yes, yes in yes. The Cases of Mystery Lane. And we will get a sequel in 2024. Which is very exciting. I'm I love that franchise. I'm Me so too. excited for it. So so excited for it. I think that was my favorite mystery franchise of 2023. Uh that and I also liked Family History Mysteries. I did too. That's a good point. Allison Sweeney and Victor Webster have been working together on the next Hannah Swenson mystery, Ooh. and Victor Webster will be replacing one Cameron Matheson. Not the same character though. He fills that role in her yeah. life. Yes, in but yeah. I'm 
thrilled. I love me some Victor Webster, and I love them as a pair in the Wedding Veil movies. I'm so excited for this. I'm so, so hyped for this. It's hard to decide which one of these pairings. I'm genuinely excited about all three of these announcements. The third is that Luke McFarlane makes his mystery debut opposite Lindy Greenwood. And their mystery will be titled Crime Time colon Free Fall. And that does premiere this month on February 23rd. So this is a big time for mysteries for the channel. So I am, exciting. I imagine that we'll see a lot of mysteries getting replayed over there, which will be great for the fans of the mysteries. Now, you know, you know how the fans feel about, it's not called True Detective, but what the hell is it called with Christopher Pallard? <laughs> Mystery 101. It's True Detective. Mystery 101. And he has been teasing for months about the return of a new mystery starring him. That's going to be major for that network, for that channel. Yeah, we're not hearing, I think, especially coming on the heels of a Biltmore Christmas where he was elevated. Obviously, he's one of the network stars, but I think that really shot him to the top. That combination with the jonesing for the loss of Mystery 101, people are going to go bonkers for when sure. they hear that. For sure. Okay, so I have two thoughts. Yeah. One, goodbye, movies and misery. I wonder where they're going to put those misery movies at now. I think that's going to go Hallmark drama. But my understanding is we have ne- we don't see new releases on Hallmark drama. Mm-hmm. They don't participate in Countdown to Christmas. It's worth noting that Hallmark Mystery will air Christmas movies. They will be part of the Countdown to Christmas lineup. And obviously, they're not going to be producing multiple Christmas mysteries. So... During the holiday season, they'll reprise their role as the little sister of the Hallmark Channel. But maybe some of those dramas will head over to the Family Channel. Okay, now two thoughts on that. One, I don't have Hallmark Family in my lineup. Oh, that's, I don't know if I do. Will you have it on Friendly? Oh, okay. But let me see if I have it. That's a good question. And your other thought is... My other thought is, why is Hallmark, this is a criticism, why are they making Hallmark drama? Why are they touting it as wholesome family movie watching? Because do you see where I'm going here? Yeah, you're afraid that it's trying to be Great American Family. I I think all of Hallmark movies are wholesome family watching. So I don't want them to like pigeonhole themselves with this one channel. Obviously, Gaff is not actually in competition with Hallmark because mm-hmm. Hallmark is killing it. But it just I just don't want them to do that because they are producing wholesome family shows anyway. Well, so here's what I would say. I I agree with you. I think that's a valid concern. I think the Hallmark Channel focuses a lot on romance, right? Mm-hmm. We got a lot of love stories. And maybe Hallmark Family, I will tell you that I do have the Hallmark Drama Channel. And right now, what we see on Hallmark Drama is Little House on the Prairie, Dr. Mm-hmm. Quinn, Medicine Woman, that sort of thing. I think there's a difference between family stories and love stories. Mm-hmm. And so perhaps it's merely a rebrand maybe we'll get new content over there maybe that's where holidays is going to go we heard that it's going to be exciting what happens i don't know Mm -hmm. i 
I believe in Hallmark and their move forward. And I could see this just being a focus on more on family content than love stories. Got it. Okay. That's my, that's my bright sighting. There was one more exciting announcement. And I'm going to tell you, this is more exciting for other people than it is for the two of us. A new Christmas movie was announced starring Aaron Krako and Daniel Lissing. Now, Daniel Lissing left When Calls the Heart six years ago, evidently. And the Hardys were heartbroken. So many, many people are thrilled to see them reunite on screen. Now, I really enjoy Aaron Krako, so I'm excited for her to be in a Christmas movie. I don't have the attachment to those two characters, the Elizabeth and Jack of it all. Don't really do it for me. But there's a big portion of the Hallmark community that's thrilled. And so they're they have already announced that they're in production of this Christmas movie. They've just announced that they are going to be in a brand new Hallmark Channel Christmas movie titled Santa Tell Me. All right. It's so wild because we hardly ever get, you know, promotion of a movie this far out. Biltmore was like the exception last year, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, are they trying to hype that up like they did for Biltmore? I, I suspect production has not yet begun. Yeah. Apparently his decision to leave was controversial. Well, simply because he was leaving a successful show to pursue other avenues. Got it. Yeah. Let's head over to paging Mr. Darcy. Are ready for a synopsis? I am. A love of Jane Austen's stories helped two people to overcome their pride and admit to their belief <laughs> in love. That's it. Okay. Paging Mr. Darcy was directed by Peter Wellington. This is Peter's first Hallmark movie in his 25 movie repertoire. Previous directing credits include Kim's Convenience, Saving Hope, and most recently, a Canadian series hilariously called Children Ruin Everything. Rena Hardy wrote Paging Mr. Darcy. This is Rena's very first movie writing credit. However, she is an accomplished playwright and has written 22 plays. She also recently sold a book to Simon & Schuster titled Shitty Boyfriends of Western Literature. Mallory Jansen plays Eloise, and we here will always remember Mallory from her role opposite Tyler Hines in On the Twelfth State of Christmas. She has 19 total acting credits and since then has appeared in her pen pal and Francesca Quinn P.I., as well as on the Fox One season series The Big Leap. Will Kemp plays Sam Lee. Will has 46 acting credits, and we most recently saw him in A Not-So-Royal Christmas and in one of our favorite cameos of the season on A Merry Scottish Christmas. David Picard plays the role of Charming Man. This is how he's credited on IMDb. David has 29 acting credits, and he appeared in Christmas by Design and The Love Club, Nicole's pen pal for Hallmark. Jenny Wong plays Annabelle. Jenny has 22 acting credits, and this is her second Hallmark movie. She appeared in 2020's Unlocking Christmas, and she also appeared in a 2023 movie called Blackberry. Lillian Doucette Roche plays Mia Cavendish. Lillian's recent acting credits among her 17 total are all Hallmark, Guiding Emily, The Professional Bridesmaid, Hashtag Xmas, and The 27-Hour Day. So early on, it was assumed that this movie was going to be a follow-up to Marrying Mr. Darcy and Unleashing Mr. Darcy, starring Cindy Busby and Ryan Pavey. However, the movies appear to be unrelated. 
I think we even reported on an early report that Cindy Busby was filming a Darcy movie without Ryan Pavey. Yeah, I think we did. And I think we had wrong intel. Obviously doing. And I did find that article that reports that she was obviously filming something else without Ryan Pavey. Paging Mr. Darcy started filming in Ottawa, Canada on October 15th, 2023. Filming locations included Carlton Place and the Grand Hotel. Are you ready for first impressions? I am. Go ahead. This non-Austin fan really enjoyed this movie. Wow, we're so in sync with our first impressions because mine is, I've never been an Austin fan, but maybe Will Kemp is making me fall in love with the idea of Mr. Darcy. Ah! Let's, let's take a quick moment. You are not an Austin fan. Have you... Like, do you remember reading Austin in high school? Nope. I know I had to read one or two books. They really honestly didn't resonate with me. We read Emma. We read Sense and Sensibility. They didn't do anything for me. I have not read them as an adult. I don't have the affection for them that a lot of women seem to have. Mm -hmm. I think in the beginning we see Eloise reading a book reading Pride and Prejudice for the, what, 20th time because she teaches it. I don't think that's an unusual experience for a lot of women. I just, I have don't think I've ever seen any of the Austin movies. A lot of these Austin movies are available on the Hallmark Movies Now app. Mm-hmm. And it was recommended that if you're going to watch one, you should watch them all. It's a six-movie commitment. I don't know that I'm there. But anyway, that's the perspective <laughs> we're coming at. We're not coming at this movie as diehard Austin fans. Yes, agree. So let's talk what we liked about this movie. Well, I thought Will and Mallory were fantastic together. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed their dynamic. And I don't know if I've ever seen Will Kemp this good. This swoon-worthy mm-hmm. and playful. In fact, I sent Megan a text yesterday when we watched this. And I was like, uh, when did, like, I don't know what I said. But I was like, I'm swooning hard over, <laughs> over Will Kemp right now. Yeah, he's a real star of this movie, and he managed to, to be both very swoon-worthy, I agree, but also really funny. Mm. He just his facial expressions. Some point, someone talks about like the fangirls, and he sneers in such a humorous way. He straddles the line between being this very serious portrayal of Mr. Darcy without turning it into a joke. He's so good. So good. And if there was a scene where he and Eloise, they might have been in the kitchen. I can't remember exactly where, where it was at, but she like puts up this finger in his face and he like snatches her finger. And it was just so playful. And I'm guessing Will reacted on instinct in that moment, mm. but I just loved it. I just loved them together. I think this movie is surprisingly funny, surprisingly to me. I don't think I was expecting... We're going into a month of Austin movies. I'm expecting real buttoned up, kind of serious storytelling. Mm-hmm. And this movie was very humorous. From the moment they walk out to his tiny little compact car, there's when Rob shows up to woo Mia and Sam steps in and Rob goes, I wasn't talking to you. Sir, like, (laughs) so funny to me. And if you didn't have captions on, you might have missed it. But during that cooking montage, it's hard to hear, but the captions caught it. They're prepping their 
period appropriate dessert. And uh, Sam says whiskey business when they're whisking something. It's so (laughs) funny to me. It's just silly. I just loved that pun. The humor in this movie definitely led to my appreciation. So I want to talk about Mallory Jansen. Yeah. I personally think she's a delight. Mm -hmm. I had read some criticism that her character was so mean and dismissive of Sam at first. And so I had read that prior to watching the movie. I was kind of just waiting for her to be like real nasty. Part of me, though, at the end of the movie, kind of understood her motivation. Like she takes herself like very seriously and isn't down for all the like silliness. And like Sam is an extension of that. So she's annoyed with him, right? But then like full freaking circle at the end, I just love how she like dives in and like is part of the entire like event. I liked Eloise. You know, I did too. I think she's a little harsh in some moments and I want to talk about that in our wish category. But She tells the story about how she was an Austin girly as a teenager and she went all in and teenagers are unkind when people love something with their whole hearts typically that doesn't conform to what they love. Mm -hmm. And that really colored her ability to go all in in the future as an adult. These women at this conference to her represented the humiliation she felt as a teenager And I did see some comments saying nobody holds on to that sort of humiliation from their teen years. I beg to differ. I just, I think (laughs) that sometimes those teen wounds cut deep. I also want to make a connection here. Mallory, as Eloise, is a little bit dismissive of some of the fans at Jala. And she kind Mm -hmm. of can't believe their costuming and they just get all into it. And she thinks it's silly and she refuses to participate in any of that let's let's draw a parallel to hallmark fans oh no oh no not in an ugly way oh no because i thought you were going to be pointed at me here a little bit no i'm not what i'm saying is (laughs) will kemp as mr darcy doesn't share those feelings like he loves that they're all and he thinks it's fun like let's have joy in our lives and I think that draws a real parallel because I think people can be dismissive of Hallmark movies because a lot of people who like Hallmark movies love Hallmark movies Mm -hmm. and they're all in on Hallmark movies. And imagine if the stars of these movies were dismissive of the fans in a way of like, this is so ridiculous that they love this thing that we've created, right? Eloise is in the world. She teaches the book. She has an appreciation for the literature, but she doesn't have an appreciation for the people who love the literature. Mm -hmm. To me, the parallel stood out to me. I like that. I like that thought. I I honestly was thinking about like, when we go on our Hallmark cruise later this year, and am I going to be like, not into the, the Hallmark hype? When we're there. Mm. But I think I'm going to be. So I see what you did. I like it. I I appreciate it. I appreciate it. On a completely superficial level, can I comment on Eloise's wardrobe? Oh, my gosh. The menswear-inspired outfit she wears. So cute. I can't handle it. And then she had a, a green, like, kind of plaid blouse, too, that I just loved so much with dark jeans. It was so cute. 
Yes, she looked great. And I actually liked the dress she wore at the ball at the end. Oh, me too. She looks so pretty. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Agree. Agree. This may be controversial, but I freaking loved Sister Mia. Interesting. You think it's controversial? I on IMDb I read oh. that people thought she was very annoying. I say no. I think she was cute, funny, hysterical. I thought uh Lillian the actress played this part to perfection. I enjoyed watching her. I just I loved Mia. I thought she was so cute. Her boyfriend's a doofus though. <laughs> okay, but I agree he was a doofus, but I gasped when he walked into the ball with his grand proposal, mm. I didn't see it coming. I really thought it, uh, somebody else was going to come in as Mr. Darcy because Will, like, was hurt and left. Mm. And I thought, oh, here's our big, like, here it is. You know what I mean? But uh, I oh, I appreciated that grand gesture. I loved it so much. I, I loved the grand gesture as well. I just don't think you get to a place where you're ready to marry someone and you don't know that, a, hey, you think we should get married over coffee is going to fly. My final liked is there were some big adult conversations in this movie. Will tells um, Eloise at one point, like, he was hurt. Eloise talks about her job and saying, like, I want this. There was simply no room for like extended misunderstanding and mm. i i thought shout out to the writer for pushing against those like overdone stereotypes that we often get mm-hmm. i thought the writing was great like you said there were some really really funny lines however since i am not versed in austin a lot of the things kind of went over my head. Like I recognized it. I recognized that it was like a callback to an Austin story or characters or whatever, but like, I didn't fully get it. You know what I mean? I do. And I think I agree that some of the Austin appreciation is going to be lost on the two of us. (laughs) Sorry. I don't think you need to be a fan of Austin to love this movie. That's a complete sentence. I don't know why my voice went up like that. Okay. Let's talk about what we wished for. Let's do it. I just have one. Me too. Go ahead. I didn't love how elitist Eloise came off, especially on the airplane in the opening scene. Mm. And I think this is like a personal beef for me, for like people who like read or watch (laughs) or consume certain forms of entertainment. And they have like this air about them, like they're superior because of that. Do you know what I mean? Because I think, why are you laughing? Well, I you said people who read, and then you qualified it with certain forms of entertainment. You don't think that some people who read a lot feel superior to I was just don't? waiting for me to feel bad. No, it is not about you. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I don't read high-quality things, so I have no air of superiority. I read the Bravo-quality novels. Easy girl, because you know I am versed in Bravo, so I'm not talking it. I'm saying I, I like frothy entertainment in books. I know, but do you know you know what I'm talking about? Like people who I do, think sure. that they're better than others. And I just don't like that. Like I wish she wasn't like that. I wish she didn't put that kind of energy off at the beginning. And I was like, oh no, I don't know about this movie, but it quickly recovered for me. Yeah, I that's an interesting point. That's my wish, too, similarly, is I think 
they're trying to paint a picture of Eloise as strong and independent. And I think often that characterization leans into being bitchy, Mm -hmm. to put it plainly. And she does come off harsh. And I think it takes her a little bit too long to appreciate what's going on there. I mean, she's participating, but only as a means to an end for a while. She's like, fine, I'll make this stupid hat only so Victoria Jennings will notice me and see that I'm a team player. Again, it goes back to the you love and appreciate these novels and the writer of them, but you have a disdain for the people who love them just for the art as opposed to for the scholarliness of it. It's almost Mm -hmm. like she feels like her appreciation of Austin is better because she presents it in an academic forum instead of like a, a visual fangirl, fangirl situation. Yeah. 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 Agree. Are you ready for did to see that? I am. I mean, there's a real obvious one where yes. Mia's watching oh. the Ryan Pavey, Mr. Darcy movie. Loved in it. The room. <laughs> now, great. the only reason I, okay. So I did have to watch this movie in a couple different parts. Like uh, not, it wasn't all one sitting, I had fallen asleep the first time I watched it, and I had woken up to the Cindy Busby movie. Yeah. And when I finally went back to watch Pagey Mr. Darcy, I recognized the Cindy Busby Uh, movie in it. So otherwise, I probably would have missed it. uh Uh-huh. I thought it would, but yeah, I, I thought that was fun. That was fun. I have just one more. Okay. At the book table at Jala, one of the attendees when Eloise is walking past picks up a copy of an American in Austin, which as far as I can tell, it's not an actual book, but it is the title of a movie releasing on Hallmark this month. Oh, hmm. Is that the one with Ali Sweeney? No, I believe it's the one with the woman who wishes she could meet her own Mr. Darcy. And then she transported back in time. Oh, okay. I'm officially freaked out. The, Yeah, I know what you're talking about now. The only did you see that I have is that IMDb says that Benjamin Ayers played golfer bro in this. Oh, movie. he did. I forgot to write that down. That didn't look anything like him. He's in the golf cart. He's not the oh. one that comes up and yells at him. He's like, ah. "We gotta go, bro." I I didn't even see him. I do remember that scene and the whole interaction with Will and that guy, and I was like. Was that Benjamin Ayers, but like in full makeup and costume? Uh, like- <laughs> uh, no, 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 no. Yeah, that guy is just a douche. Okay, got it. But yeah, Benjamin's driving the cart. Got it, got it, got it. What did you rate, Paige and Mr. Darcy? Hey, if you could believe it, I gave it four stars. As did I. I think this is our highest rated movie of 2024 so far. It might be. It was a hit for me. Kind of shocked, actually. I'm curious to see how the Austin fatigue settles in over the next month. Uh, Time will tell. I do think they've done a nice job of changing up the storytelling. It should be interesting. So stick around for future episodes of Girls Gone Hallmark. You can hop into our Facebook group, also called Girls Gone Hallmark, to talk about this and every other movie. And we'll see you next time. Bye. 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 